yo, yo, yo. You listen to the Half Right Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Half Right Podcast. I hope you all are doing well. I am Lakia Maria, one third of the hosting trio. Max and Fonz are off watching football Sunday. My team is not playing today. So I am here, of course, with the weekly roundup of news. In case you missed it, let's go ahead and get right into it. So the major announcement at the top of the week in WWE was that Survivor Series is now going to be Survivor Series War Games. Now, if you are unfamiliar with War Games, it has become a mainstay in NXT. But now the main roster superstars are going to be able to show their talents, which I think is going to be next level and absolutely incredible. If you guys are unfamiliar with War Games, there's two teams, there's two rings. Each team after, I would believe, 30 seconds to a minute a new member of the team gets to go in. One team gets an advantage by having two in the ring versus one and then adding on. So one team always has a leg up. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go on Google, go on YouTube, just type in War Games NXT. This was a Dusty Rhodes creation. So rest in peace and always celebrating the late, great Dusty. So for this to continue on beyond NXT, it's continuing on the longevity of Dusty, but also this is a great solution because we do not have a split brand anymore. There's SmackDown and there's Raw, but the superstars are jumping back and forth. Like there's no definitive line between who's on SmackDown and who's on Raw. We're no longer keeping up. So this is a great solution and it's going to be amazing to see if this is something that's going to stay from now on or if this is one of those special edition Survivor Series that they're doing. For now, I think it is a great solution We have time to see who's going to be on the teams. When my co-hosts join me back, we'll be picking our teams and we will see who's going to end up on the card. Now, Fonz and I were talking about whether Roman was going to be wrestling at Survivor Series because he is going to be at the Saudi show wrestling and defending the titles against Logan Paul. We all know he's going to win. But anything can happen because Austin Theory still has that money in the bank briefcase, but I want to hear from y'all. Let me know. Hit us up on Twitter. Do y'all think that Roman's going to be fighting in both Survivor Series and at the Saudi show? I don't know how they're going to interweave him in there coming off of uh, the Saudi show, which is at the beginning of November, and then Survivor Series, which is at the end, I believe, Thanksgiving weekend. But also Survivor Series being one of the big four shows. So we have the Royal Rumble, of course, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. So it would be kind of weird for him not to be wrestling, Roman, that is. So... We'll have to wait and see. Now getting back to NXT, it was also announced that there's a new rule for the superstars that are currently in NXT. There's this two-year thing going on where if you are not developed, so to speak, not developed enough to get to the main roster after two years, you will be released. I feel like for talent in NXT, this makes absolute sense because you are growing and grooming the next talent the next generation of wrestlers that are going to be going to the main roster and you want to have the best of the best the cream of the crop so if they're not being developed and they're not working in nxt and it's not rounding out in two years you should know whether it's going to work or not and to move on and just have them be released and if they happen to come back around which happens from time to time if they happen to come back around establish themselves elsewhere whether that's aw impact and come back and there's you know new life built into their character then so be it i feel like the two-year wait is um actually a good time frame 
because you can fill it out if they need to switch their character. So be it. You can do heal and face in that time. But even if they do get released, it's not the end of the world because I look at someone like Cody Rhodes. Granted, Cody Rhodes was um, a generational superstar, but I look at someone like Cody Rhodes. Cody was a strong mid Carter when he was in WWE. Then when he left and went over to Impact and then eventually taking the executive position and being a wrestler, a part of AEW and one of the founders over there, him coming back to WWE would not have had that same pop had he ha- had he not left before. So sometimes you need to go away and continue to build that name and continue to see what else you could do somewhere else and get the heat back on you and the fan reaction elsewhere for you to come back. So even though it is two years for the NXT superstars, it is not the end of the world there. It's always a possibility for them to come back. And we know Triple H, he lets the guys come back all the time. There's so many people that have gotten released that he has let come back. We've talked about it um over the past few weeks here on the Half Right Podcast, whether that was Hit Row that was able to come back. Granted, Swerve didn't come back because Swerve and Keith Lee are both signed to AEW. And I honestly believe if they weren't signed to AEW, Triple H would have had them back too. Karrion Cross, he's another one that's been brought back. Braun Strowman in recent weeks has been brought back. So just because you've been released, it doesn't mean that the door is completely closed unless you're CM Punk, of course, and you don't want any ties with them. WWE at the moment so not for everybody but good for them now the so many storylines going on you have Judgment Day doing their thing with Dominic and trying to reel in AJ Styles which would be interesting if he went over there then we have Damage Control the tag team champs in EO Sky and Dakota Kai uh Bailey going after Bianca um for the title still holding out hope that Naomi and Sasha Banks will come back eventually and then team with Bianca and then they will go against Damage Control that's just that's just me holding on holding on to hope And then, of course, there's the bloodline. So Solo Sokoa won the North American Championship last week, defended it on SmackDown in that same week against Madcap Moss, successful defense. Then this week, he goes on to NXT and Shawn Michaels was like, yo, Solo, I know you won a title last week, but you weren't one of the people that was a contender to be chosen by the fans to face Carmelo Hayes. I could not remember Carmelo Hayes last week. My bad, bruh. Carmelo Hayes, previous North American champ. And Solo, Sean continues to say, Solo, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to have you vacate the title. You're going to have to get the title up. Solo was cool about it. He ain't really... He ain't blow no smoke. He was just like, you know, I had some unfinished business here. It is what it is. I'm done. So they wrote him off of NXT. Then Carmelo, you know, Sean says, good luck in Raw, SmackDown, whatever it is that you're doing. Him saying that, he don't even know where to do going to end up because we don't have no brand split no more. You just go where you're supposed to go. You go where you told. That's where we at with the brand split. That doesn't exist anymore. So then Carmelo Hayes was like, yo, so you going to give me back my title that I shouldn't have lost, even though it was a clean pin. Sean was like, nah, over the next six weeks, we're going to have a series of matches. And then the people that make it to the final are going to be fighting at Halloween Havoc. So we have to wait six weeks to crown another North American champion. Some people call that a flop of the week. Um, If that's how they had to get the title off of Carmelo, then so be it. Then we fast forward from, you know, NXT to SmackDown of the week. Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, returns. Hello, Roman. Nice to see you again. Welcome back, champ. Sami Zayn, of course, he comes out, the honorary 
bloodline member. Jay Uso still don't like Sammy. The bloodline has new shirts, but Sammy comes out in the bloodline shirt, like the OG bloodline shirt. I bought mine during Survivor Series. So the bloodline shirt with Roman at the table with the Usos and Paul Heyman in the cut. Cool. The new shirt says we the ones and it has like a little tribal thing going on on certain letters which i really really like and shout out to the usos for all the tattoos that they're adding on to their bodies all these tribal tattoos it looks fire so they're in the ring roman's like yeah salt lake city acknowledge me i'm here what's up then they're walking away he cuts his promo yada 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 we know he's fighting logan paul at saudi arabia everybody that stands up is going to get put down it is what it is that's that's how it is he made um, Solo Sokoa acknowledge him. He said, the elders might have sent you, but you got to acknowledge me. And Solo was like, I acknowledge you, my tribal chief. Then they walking off and Sammy's like, excuse me, excuse me. I have something to say. And Roman, that's when he started to play, you know, he turned to a little, turned to the mean guy, you know, the real jock. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you even wearing my shirt? Like, why are you here? Why are you tagging along and following us around? And Sammy's like, but you told me I could be here. Like, Sammy's all confused. Like, I don't know. And Paul Heyman, being who he is, is like, yeah, I'm going to just feed into whatever my tribal chief is saying. If my tribal chief don't like you, I don't like you. If my tribal chief does like you, I like you. So Jay is like, yo, I'm going to rip the shirt. He rips the shirt off for Sammy because Roman did ask him. He was like, yo, I'm not going to tell you again. I told you twice. Take the shirt off. Sammy's so confused. Jay ends up ripping the shirt off. And Sammy is like, oh, shit, like I'm facing like four Samoans right now. I'm going to get my ass beat like I'm about to get jumped. When that time does come, it's going to be a bludgeon. OK, a bludgeon when that time does come for Sammy Zane. Anyway, so Sammy ends up getting a new shirt. So not only does he not get jumped out of the bloodline. He gets an official honorary ooh shirt to stay in the bloodline. So shout out to Sami Zayn for, you know, remaining in the bloodline and getting new merch. So I can see him because they made him a shirt. Let's see if the shirt is on um is on WWE Shop. Let's <laughs> let's just see. Cause if this shirt is on WWE Shop, for sure, for sure Sammy is going to um stay around. For quite some time. They still got the Roman Reigns Acknowledge Your Daddy. So let's see if they got We The Ones. The We The Ones shirt is available. Okay. And then let's see if we have Honorary Oos. Let's see if we got Sami Zayn to have his own merch. Or if they really just made him a one-off shirt. Let's see. Sami Zayn. Yeah. The Honorary Oos. So I could very well see Sami sticking around with the bloodline for quite some time being that he has that shirt the bloodline needs to have something going on anyway because that's that the titles were defended the tag team titles were defended against the brawling brutes um which was a clean win for the usos there was some interference Solo and Sammy were ringside, but then Imperium came out and just started getting real squarely and squaring up. And then Gunther came out and it was just like a brawl. So we are getting a rematch of Gunther versus uh, Sheamus. So that'll be interesting to run that back again. If you guys didn't see Clash of the Castle, they were having a slug fest. You hear me? But it was a good match. Two heavy hitters, two hard hitters. But that's pretty much what happened this week. 
storylines worth retelling uh what's up next extreme rules uh we have Liv morgan versus ronda rousey in an extreme rules match for the smackdown women's championship Liv is feeling some type of way because ronda told her she couldn't be extreme but it's cool she was she squared up against Lacey Evans, won that match, and then she ended up beating Lacey Evans with a kendo stick and putting her through a table after the match. Then there's a fight pit match with Rollins versus Riddle. If you guys haven't seen the fight pit match, again, go watch NXT, type in fight pit. Riddle was in one before, and also Champa was too. And then there's a strap match with Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross, which leads me to my flop of the week so Karrion Cross and Drew McIntyre were doing their whole little angle Karrion Cross has been going after Drew McIntyre since um he returned to WWE and I'm trying to think that I'm really sitting here like did they fight in NXT like who took the title off of Drew I don't remember I don't remember who took the title off I, I think Drew might have been on the main roster by the time Karrion came but anyway so that is happening. That is going to be um, the strap match. But anyway, I was talking about the promo side chat. So he comes out and he's doing Drew comes out and he's doing his promo. And then Scarlett comes out and Scarlett's trying to distract him. And then Karrion Cross gets in the ring. But then they end up throwing this like fireball in Drew's eye. But then the replay that they did made it look bigger than what looked like some Star Wars type of shit that did not happen on TV. Anyway, Drew ends up getting choked out and Charlotte, Charlotte, we don't know where Charlotte is at the moment. Scarlett gave him a low blow, which helped with the whole because Drew came back too quickly from that whole fireball. They improvised everything. And I just feel like if they were going to improvise, if the fireball didn't work, like you didn't have to show a replay of it of what it was supposed to look like like don't challenge our intelligence don't 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 do that that's that's the cheesiness that I don't like so for me that was a big flop over on uh the AEW side John Moxley um for their Grand Slam show John Moxley is once again the AEW champ he defended the he defended he might as well have defended the title but he fought against uh Brian Danielson his fellow Blackpool Combat Club member so that match happened. Uh, the Acclaimed are the new tag champs. They beat uh, Swerve and Keith Lee, which I'm not surprised that they dropped the title because the last event that they had, it was a little bit of issue going on between Keith Lee and uh, Swerve um, at the little press conference they had with Tony Khan. But the biggest news of all is that Soraya, formerly known as Paige, made her AEW debut. Although she's not clear to fight, so it'll be interesting what capacity she's going to be in over at AEW. And that's it. That's all. What's next to look forward to? Extreme Rules is coming on the 8th. Um, on the 10th, there's Monday Night Raw at the Barclays Center. We're getting a DX 25-year reunion. Of course, there's the Saudi show in November. Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul. We don't know who else is going to be on that match card, but that's the match that they're promoting. And then Survivor Series War Games, which I think is going to very well. When I think of pay-per-views of the year, Clash at the Castle was a great one. Great. But if they do this war games right, mark my words, this could also be top tier pay-per-view of the year. Top tier. But that's it for this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Didn't want to take up too much of your time. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at half right underscore pod. Share this with a friend. Interact with us. The host, will, the rest of my co-hosts will be back eventually. But for the weekly roundups, you're, you're, you're with me.
you're with me. So I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Thank you so much. And catch you next week. Stay tuned to the Half Right Podcast.